You are listening to Conversations with Chris Marshall, where I sit down and talk to top real estate investors and professionals who work with investors to find out how to become a top investor. If you are interested in becoming a top real estate investor, then be sure to subscribe to the show and to tune in to new episodes so we can level up and start or scale to success in real estate investing. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Top Investor Podcast. On the show today is Josh Wilson. You've probably heard me mention him if you've been listening to the show for a while on a couple different episodes. Uh, His superpower is connecting with individuals, building relationships, leveraging media, specifically podcasts, to grow a powerful network and do really cool deals. He's the host of a podcast called The Deal Scout. Just phenomenal guy. And uh, yeah, it was a great show. I actually got to record it in a studio with him instead of doing it over Zoom like I normally do. So uh, the TikToks and stuff that I make look a little bit differently. Um, and it might sound a little bit different. He definitely sounds a whole lot better uh, than, than you know what we normally have just coming through the Zoom audio. But um, anyways, great episode. And um, yeah. As a side note, if you've been here for a little bit, listening, watching, or whatever, and uh, you're enjoying the show, would you take a second and just leave a rating or a review and uh, let me know what you think of the show, Um, help me get this out to more people. I'd really appreciate it. All right, I'll stop all that. Let's get on with the show. Josh Wilson, welcome to the show today. How are you doing today? Yeah, man, I, I think I'm doing all right, buddy. Thanks awesome. for having me. This is pretty cool. Thank, thanks for having me. So uh, listeners, you, you probably won't know this uh, unless you watch some of the TikToks because I don't put this out in video, but we're actually in Josh's recording studio, his podcast studio today. And um, you guys have probably, if you've listened to all the shows, you probably have heard me talk about Josh because a lot of the people that I've talked to know Josh. And so we've talked about Josh on the show a few times and uh, he's probably going to get a kick out of something at the very end of our, our talk today. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty nervous cause he's kind of like my mentor in podcasting and stuff. Josh has lever- leveraged podcasting for a long time on a show called the deal scout. Um, so we'll probably get into all that, but why don't you tell the audience who you are, what you've done in the past, what you're currently doing, all that good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you make me nervous, like <laughs> setting me up like that because I'm like, oh man, if I screw up now, uh, <laughs> let the mentee down, um, man, I'm Josh. I'm a, first of all, man, I'm, I'm a child of God, right? Like, so like everything I do is based on my identity and what I'm trying to figure out, um, how I fit better within that. Uh, I'm a husband, I'm a father. And I also build some businesses. Uh, I'm a startup kind of guy. I like things where they're growth stages. Uh, I, I built tons of different podcast shows, YouTube brands uh, for myself and for others. Been doing the podcast game for a really long time. I really like podcasting. I like interviewing. I like spending time with people face to face. And uh, there's some there's some things that catapulted the industry forward. Like when everybody was stuck at home mm-hmm. and everybody was used to, you know, consuming media. So, you know, I've been in podcasting for a long time, tried many different models, interviewed like 1500 people over the years, trying to figure out some, some wisdom 
for myself on, on how, how to do better in life or how to not screw up so much or how to do this or that. And, uh, kind of tried a very different business model to make that work. And, and I found certain business models work when you put them together and I do podcasting and I have some real estate businesses. So that's kind of the overview of who I am and what I do. Yeah, that's awesome. Give us a, a brief little bit about your real estate investing stuff. I know, so I know you have a brokerage. I've known mm. you've done some real estate investing in the past. What kind of investing have you done and, and uh, what type of real estate businesses do you have? Yeah, so it started, I was in construction with my dad in, and in Florida. And sorry for me losing my voice a little bit. I had a speaking engagement today that you got, to, that, that like we, we were a part of and you helped me run. And man, like I'm, I'm losing my voice. So I apologize for that. But um, sounds good. Yeah, thanks, deep <laughs> yeah. Earl James. Yeah. No, I'm, it's just the loss of voice. For really, uh, the 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 real estate kind of kicked off when I grew up in construction with my dad in in South Florida, and it was hot, man. And uh, as we were building stuff, and and we moved to Ocala, like we were just always remodeling someone else's house, right? And we were doing all this work, and my dad was going from job to job to job. And he would make money as a contractor, but that's it, right? And he was turning around making these homes beautiful and they, they would get a massive increase in value for whatever my dad charged. And one day I, I was, my, my saying, which I told my mentor later on, is I wanted to get my dad off the roof. He was getting older and he was climbing up and down these ladders, carrying shingles, carrying plywood. And I was helping him, but I was like, man, we got to figure out a better way. So I read, uh, I found a book at a garage sale, how to buy houses, no money down by Carlton sheets back in the day. And I read it and it had cassette tapes in it. So like I started listening to it. I'm like, man, this is interesting. So from there I got my real estate license. I, I did a few like wholesale deals. Like I'd walk in the neighborhood, knock on a door and, um, start talking to them about their homes in the area and such like that. And, uh, I don't know if that would work today, but you know, when I, when I was first starting it, it worked and. I would just talk to people about their houses, but I wholesaled. I got, you know, kind of started by listing a property and I'd list a mobile home in the national forest and it would, you know, for 30 grand. And I wound up driving all day long to make a $300 commission. But then I found like I could, you know, wholesale property and make 14 grand. Right. So really I got into real estate because I was trying to build a business around some of my dad's skill sets, which was construction. So that that's what got me into mm. real estate as a profession and then as a uh investment i started wholesaling yeah that's awesome so now you have the the real estate brokerage which i know you're you're focused more on the commercial side right yeah. and the businesses within there um what, what have you been doing recently in the realms of real estate and, and all that stuff yeah to be honest selling uh yeah. the market here is is really hot and i know it's good yeah i know a lot of people say you know don't sell you know never sell real estate but um, partnerships matter. And, you know, a lot of this stuff was with a, with a bunch of different family and, you know, sometimes having, you know, focus on relationship first rather than the money or the, the operations or something like that. So recently uh, what we've been doing in real estate is selling. Yeah. Uh, we sold a bunch of duplexes and um, yeah, that that's where we're at. And then I'll, I'll probably, you know, we're still in the middle of that. So I don't know exactly what I'll reinvest in uh, probably a lot of businesses, but you know, um, I'm liking land. I'm yeah. really, I'm really excited about land. I, I've been really into land here lately as well, learning about it and, and seeing the value of just like buying some stuff, hold on to it for a couple of years and see where it goes. It's uh definitely an interesting model that I haven't really considered too much 
back from where I was, but here in Florida mm -hmm. seems pretty attractive. Um, it's funny that you mentioned re relationships. That's kind of where I wanted to spend a lot of our conversation on was this idea around leveraging media and podcasts for relationship building and using yeah. those relationships for your real estate investing for, for our listeners. But it's, it helps in a lot of different stuff, businesses. We both own a couple of different businesses. So like it's, it helps out in a lot of areas, having sure. lots of relationships, but leveraging media and podcasts to build those relationships. I want to talk about that. So in your experience, you've done, I don't even know how many episodes of the deal scout now. Do you, do you know exactly how many? Um, just on the deal scout, 200, 200. And how has like building that evolved over the different years when you when you started off what was your thinking behind it yeah and then how has it changed over the years to, to kind of where you're at now just on the deal scout or any podcast in general i guess it could be any of them but i feel like out of the ones that i know that you have the deal scout yeah well you also have cre principles now too which is very yeah. real estate investment it's more focused, niche so, yeah. focused so yeah. deal scout kind of started with this idea of with my brokerage license i could acquire businesses for other people buy and sell and you know list and I could also do that for real estate. So the deal scout really was like my th early thinking was create a podcast where I could go out and find any type of deal. Yeah. Any type of deal. It didn't matter what it is, but I could get paid really well when I do an acquisition or, or something like that. So that, that's where we started. And it kind of evolved to the point where I found that doing, trying to do mergers, acquisitions, uh, we were working with a company trying to take companies public and doing pipe investments and all these things. And we found that the easiest thing that we could get paid on was in real estate. Mm -hmm. It's just, everybody understands real estate and how people get paid when you're starting to negotiate stuff on the other side of acquisitions for businesses and such. It's just, it's a lot harder. So what we when we started hearing that more and more is people wanting to buy real estate that's when we created more of a niche show. So it's just focused on commercial real estate and I'm building my little ecosystem. So that's kind of like how it evolved. And that's why I branched off and, and raised another podcast up. And then I have a, my impact show for men, but I have like three different podcasts and they kind of feed different funnels yeah. that I've, that I've created or am in the process of creating. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, how would you suggest real estate investors, especially those that are starting and scaling? Because that's a lot of the people who who we talk to on the show is the starting and scaling real estate investors. Where might they find relationship building inside of mm. media and podcasts? Yeah. So when when I first started podcasting eight years ago or however long ago, it was my thought was use it, build an audience, offer the audience something. Mm -hmm. then monetize it, right? Yeah. And I looked at it as a funnel. If I have 100,000 viewers or listeners and I say something and 10% respond to the ad and then, you know, 10% of that buy something, right? Like that was in my mind, the model. The problem is, is everybody on earth who does YouTube or podcasting has the exact same model mm -hmm. and we're all fighting to get the, the listener, right? And I, and I looked at this and after doing, you know, 15 different podcast shows and, and uh, buying ones or, or selling one and, and running this, I tried every different business model out there to try to get an audience to move. And then one day I realized, looking back, someone said, do you have relationships with all those people you've interviewed? And I go, yeah, I get, I've got their cell phone number. I've spent an hour with them. They all, after we get off the phone, go, hey, we should work together. So after hearing that a hundred times and then people saying, 
you know, so-and-so, or, you know, so-and-so, and, you know, like I know famous people and I know very, very wealthy individuals. I know a ton of investors and they're like, you know them? I'm like, yeah, they're my friend. Where'd you meet them? Yeah. Podcasting. We did a YouTube video together. We created content together. Yeah. We served this organization together. They're like, how do you know all these people? You spend time with people. Mm -hmm. So I was like, at that point, I was like, what if I had some type of work that I could do with the people I'm spending time with? I really enjoy talking with investors all day long. I'm getting smarter and 90% of them go, this is really cool. We should work together. Yeah. Why not say yes when they ask that, you know? So the model changed. So building relationships, man, like you have a podcast, you could cold call a hundred people a day and you'll yeah. get maybe five that will listen to you. Yeah. Maybe one or two that will respond to you. You send the same hundred people. Hey, would you like to be interviewed on my podcast show? 60% of them are going to say yes. Yeah. It's some, it's, it's a no brainer, some great, right? Some, some great, um, conversion metrics for anybody that's like, you know, a wholesaler. The way I, I look at it is like a, a wholesaler. Like this would be an excellent route for people to build their buyers list. So may, sure. maybe it might be a little challenging to find the deals, you know, through, through doing a podcast. But if you're a wholesaler, could you leverage this to sit there and invite other real estate investors on, ask them what their criteria is, and then be like, if I feed you those things, will you sit there and be a buyer for me? works for me. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a great way to do it. That's not what I do with mine. I, I, everybody knows that's listened to the show. I have an ad right in the middle for my real estate investment platform. I use this as a, a relationship building tool to find lenders and people that I know, like, and trust and put them on the platform to help my users. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm doing it for. Um, it's a smart model, Chris. Yeah. yeah. And I learned all that that after spending almost a year with you, uh, listening to you tell me that over and over and over again, uh, took me a really long time to hear that message and, and, and actually do something with it. Hey, let me cut in here real fast. I'm Chris and I'm the host of the show you're listening to right now, but I'm also the founder of a platform called Ari. You know how we as real estate investors struggle with switching between multiple tools and software to manage our investments? Well, Ari is here to change that. It's a start to finish real estate investment platform that streamlines everything from deal analysis to funding. We de-risk lending opportunities and help you build trust with lenders and partners using our investor confidence score. And guess what? We've got a special lifetime deal for select investors, our foundation partnership offer. This gives you lifetime access to Ari's powerful tools and early access to updates. Level up your real estate investing game and check out Ari today at www.ari.io. That is www.areii.io. Trust me, you will not regret it. Can I say something on that? Yeah, go ahead. For us entrepreneurs, man, like who are out there building something, the validation dopamine hit we get when we see a thousand people just listened, a hundred thousand people just listened, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like we get some level of validation and we think that that vanity metric means something. Yeah. How many viewers do you have? The only people who care about are, you know, that are like people trying to advertise, trying to get your audience. Yeah. And what they're trying to do is steal your audience from you. And they're willing to give you a small piece of the coin for it. Yeah. But man, if you change your metrics and the way you look at it and you're like, I, I love you audience, this is for you, but really this is for me to build a relationship with my guest. That's what matters. Yeah.
And that's why we do a lot of them. It's also a lot more fun. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) When you do it this way. Um, So when, when thinking back to your early time as a real estate investor, what were some of the mistakes that you kept making that you did make that you, you think a lot of new investors make? Man, oh man. Um, one time I, I did a, uh, a wholesale deal mm. and the mistake that I made is the, the earnest money I put down was way too much. Mm. So we were doing a wholesale. I, I was thinking about maybe buying it or wholesaling it out. So I was like, I will put $10,000 down mm. and it was on a $120,000 house. And like later on, I, I did that for 500 bucks, you know, instead. Yeah. Right. Like, so I tied up 10,000 bucks and I was going to go ahead and buy the house, rehab it, and fix it with my dad. The person we were going to wholesale it to, like, waited till the last minute of uh, closing to transfer the money. So I could have been out at 10 grand like that because my one buyer that I had lined up for it, mm-hmm. maybe it was going to show or maybe not. So the biggest mistake I ever made was like putting too much down. I mean, I made more mistakes than that, but that was like an easy one, man. It's like, what will it take to tie up this property? Yeah. Not, how much am I willing to lose just for securing it? Man, that was, that was stressful, dude, up until the minute of closing. Yeah, that's, that's good. One. Um, so we're coming up on the end. Yeah. Um, what final advice would you have, especially thinking about the, the, the topic of the show, leveraging media and podcasts yeah. for real estate investors, what final advice would you have for real estate investors that are starting and scaling? Yeah, you know, I would look at, the, the way that old people, you know, people of old in commercial real estate did or in real estate investing is phone book. Like I got started in real estate, like listing homes, opened up a phone book and started calling or mm-hmm. yellow book, you know, yellow page or whatever that was, white page. But like the new methods of leveraging media or, or YouTube or email list or syndication with another person, people are so like focused on things that are, are, um, are, are too hard to do. Like this is an easy way to build a relationship. Yeah. If you're trying to get that one deal from so-and-so, but you could work with an investor and create 10 deals. So why not build relationships with investors? A great way to do that. Seek their wisdom. If you don't have a YouTube, write a book, just say, Hey, can I, I'd like your advice. You know, like that's, that's a great way. So that's the advice, sir. Um, for early stage investors in, in real estate, man, is connect with investors, connect with the people in it, connect with the buyers. Yeah. Man, I rambled there a little bit, didn't I? No, no, that's good. Um, what tools, software, or systems do you use or have you used in real estate investing and in your real yeah. estate businesses? Gosh, the Deal Machine app. Deal Machine. Yeah, so good. It is so good, man. Yeah, when we were looking at houses, we were we were finding some just like so much information. You could click a button and it sends a a mailer. So that's, that's a great one. We used, uh, back in the day, I used to use Reonomy a lot. That was a great tool, but man, I, I use a, a microphone camera and mm-hmm. podcasting in LinkedIn and I, I can connect with anybody yeah. and, and, and talk with them and build a relationship. So those are the ones that I use active. Yeah, that's cool. And then uh, second to last question, and this is the one that you're probably going to need to oh, kick sweet. out of. Yeah, I was going to uh, this. What question should I have asked you that I didn't ask? Yeah, that's a great question. That I that I just completely forgot. Uh, I I don't know where I got that question from. It's a it's a pretty good question. Though. Yeah, man that that is a 
That's a good question. I've never been asked it. I've asked it a lot. <laughs> uh, what questions should you have asked me? Um, other than like, where can people connect with me, which is That's LinkedIn. The last one. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> LinkedIn's a good place to connect me. If you, if you look like for Joshua Bruce Wilson, PR ventures, the deal scout uncensored advice for men. Uh, I would say like, what's the biggest challenge that I, I think investors face mm. in today's world. Yeah. I think it's fear. I'm just going to answer it. it. Is, That's yeah. the question. And I, I think it's I fear. usually <laughs> followed up with, well, I answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fear, man, like if you're afraid of what's going on in the economy or the future or yourself or messing up or whatever, you're not going to make that move. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you're not going to start getting good at something until you do it five, 10 times and then you start getting good. So like you just got to, you got to try, do something, do something with someone who's done it 10 times and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll narrow your failures down to maybe four times. Yeah. Right. So like that would, that'd be my, my thought, man, is. Do it with someone else, and uh, fear is a bad word. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking to a lot of people on like Facebook groups and stuff like that. A lot of people are asking like, "How do I get started?" And I always say say the same thing: like, learning is good. Connecting to people, great. Best way to learn: go and submit an offer on something. For sure, There's no better way to learn than actually going out and doing it. Super scary, but once you've submitted an offer on something, you realize submitting an offer is not that scary. Mm-hmm. It's each step gets a little bit scarier, but yeah, the first one's actually not that bad. And if you hire a coach who's done it a thousand times, yep. it's a whole lot scarier because mm-hmm. they're like, all right, do this. I'll, this is what's going to happen. Do this instead. Yeah. That's valuable. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, Josh, so much for coming on the show. Great episode. <laughs> appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Thanks, and, uh, man. I appreciate yeah. you, buddy. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the Top Investor Podcast. If you are a real estate investor, we want to connect with you. Like our favorite quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson says, every man I meet is my superior in some way, and in that I learn from him. We believe we can learn something from everyone, so even if you are just starting out on your real estate investing journey, head over to the link in the description to connect with us, and we would love to hop on a call with you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the show and follow us on the socials at Top Investor Pod. While you're at it, leave us a five-star rating and a positive review so we can help more people become top investors. Until next time, this is Chris Marshall signing off. Go out and become a top investor. See you around.